Listener Production. Two colourful, loopy, fruity rings of deliciousness on the nutritional ladder of healthy living. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Bro, did you see this radioactive capsule that they lost in between Perth and Pilbara? I could not believe that. (laughs) I just imagine the truck driver just tapping the pockets, (laughs) breast pockets, back pockets like... I knew there was a radioactive <laughs> capsule around here somewhere. It, it is. It, it's just beyond belief. Eight millimetres by six millimetres. Mm. Okay. Now, I don't know what this is. The Guardian says it's a 19 Baccarel Cesium 137 ceramic source commonly used in radiation gauges um, and was supposed to be contained in a secure device which had been damaged on a truck travelling from a mine site in the Pilbara to a depot in Perth. Now they're stretch- they're searching 1,400 kilometres of the Great Northern Highway for a capsule which they warned could cause skin burns, radiation sickness and cancer. Yeah, they said it's like getting multiple x-rays an hour if you're standing within a few metres of it. It's, this, yeah. This, is, <laughs> this <laughs> is so bad. Yeah. Do you know what's going to happen? A dog is going to eat it, oh, no. right? A dog is going to eat it. It's going to poop it in a park somewhere. Mm. Someone's going to pick it up with a plastic bag, put it in like a bin... The bins are going to get taken to some dump site. Someone's going to dumpster dive, pick it up, put it somewhere, and then everyone's going to get infected. You know? Can't you imagine it? Yeah. <laughs> you could have just said everyone's going to get infected. We didn't have to go on that journey. Well, I needed to paint the picture, you yeah. know, to understand the severity of it. I thought the dog would turn into a large mutant, you know, and it would go scavenging and get rabid, go to the dumpster site you know, get bitten by a rat and then Peter Parker style become a <laughs> mutant a rabid rat, rat dog. <laughs> Radioactive oh rat my God. dog. Treats you as a king <laughs> treats me as its arch nemesis because of all the smack I've talked about bloody canines over the last couple of years. That's it. Anyway, uh, thanks for following our narrative threads here so far. There's going to be plenty more of them today as we take you through our weekends uh, with a very large countdown, Matt O'Connor which we've got yeah. a few thoughts on. I also discover what a mother's kiss entails. Uh, yeah, and it, it sort of entails a bit of a squirmy warning, if we've got to be honest. So uh, stick with us for that whole segi. Plus, uh, Bronwyn Doizak, our incredible producer extraordinaire, is here to join us for another Clickfish. What a ripping Monday. Hey, let's jump in. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Oh, did you have a good weekend, Matt O'Kine? Sure did, Alex Dyson. Um, living between two cities at the moment, so it was a pleasure to be uh, in Sydney for the weekend, uh, catching up with a couple of old friends of ours, actually, uh, for quite a big day. Uh, by friends, I mean friend, uh, and... <laughs> By that, I mean Ollie the Sarge Awards, uh, who is our ex-boss mm. at from the um, public broadcaster that we used to work at. Okay. And um, did you uh, shake your fist at the clouds in the sky as the numbers came in? Did the old man yell at the cloud? Or did you enjoy the countdown as I did? I was having a, I was having a beautiful Saturday, you know, just, I mean, it's it's very different to the... Hottest 100 parties that you see traditionally, you know, you got pool noodles, you've got, you know, mm. slip and slides of that. I was in my house, had the countdown on the Bluetooth speaker, yep. had some sport playing on the TV. Mm. I was doing a puzzle 
and I was mm. in absolute heaven. Oh, <laughs> mate. When you get those edges on the puzzle to start with, you're right. just like, yeah, 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 I yeah. I feel like we had the same. We should have been Zooming because <laughs> Belle and I picked up a Bluetooth speaker yep. from like someone on Facebook Marketplace specifically so that we could sit down and listen. But she went off and got a haircut. I put Sophia down for a nap. Yep. So I'm listening to the countdown, playing Yahtzee on my phone, <laughs> watching the um, wheelchair tennis a final yep. on the on the um, TV and listening to the countdown. So, mate, we we all live in the same life. But okay, here we go. Here we go. So, look, yes, I am definitely an old man now because increasingly, I mean, I remember there was a time mm. when you know we were hosting the Triple J Breakfast Show where I knew every single song mm -hmm. from zero to two hundred. There was you know? no surprises <laughs> in the countdown. The surprises is where the song came, not like oh, here's the hundred. I've never heard this song in this moment uh, in my life. Yeah, yeah. Every single song I knew, right? So this time I was the whole way through being oh this. I made this sound. Oh, oh, oh. That was it. That was me. Every single time a song came on, I'd be like, oh. Yep. I didn't know whether I knew the song. Mm. It would sometimes take right up to the chorus before I'd understand what song it was. But just to take you back to what it's like when you're behind the scenes, right? Alex, because I mean, you did, you, you did what? Seven of them? Eight of them? Yeah, probably nine in the okay, end. So, so, I mean, it's an interesting day. Mm -hmm. Pre previously for a lot of it, it was a public holiday. So the city's quiet. You go into the big building there. Everything's pretty top secret leading up to it, right? Like you do not, you don't get many hints at all as to what's going to happen. Well, that was your experience, Matt. And I think <laughs> partly because you said, oh, I like to be surprised. And I think partly because the bosses are like, we cannot trust Metocard with this information. Because no, no. <laughs> I remember in the early days, I, I think maybe the first or second top 20 of the Hottest 100 I hosted, we went through the, the countdown and what we were doing, the people were going to interview like four or five days before. Are you serious? I remember being at footy training, <laughs> right? I was out at footy training and I knew the top 20. I knew who won what? it. The people were like, oh, do you know? And I was just like, oh, you know, I've, you've got to do things, but I, I obviously cannot say anything. I mean, one, you're right. I didn't want to know. Like I yeah. absolutely, because I, I, loose lips sink ships, mate. I mean, this <laughs> would have been the Titanic if I knew any of the information. It would have just absolutely fallen out of the water. Yeah. So I, I absolutely, I didn't even want to know. I remember, you know, the first time I was hosting it and actually every time I was hosting it, I specifically, even when they gave us the piece of paper with the top 20 on it, because we were going to be the ones mm -hmm. counting it down, I had to fold the paper and I would only reveal each <laughs> each song as it came up because I didn't want to accidentally say, and coming up number 17, Chet <laughs> Baker. And then it's everyone's like, no, that's number 16. I was like, oh, no. So, yeah. yeah so, look, I mean, it was it's always a tense day. It was very exciting knowing that most of Australia is actually listening in that moment. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, I, I thought the songs were great. Great to see, once again, lots of Australian music in there. Uh, what wasn't so good to see is the news articles. And news.com, we love you. We get a lot of our... Often news.com, I'm not joking. I mean, often... you're the only news site that I read sometimes <laughs> yeah. Some in a whole day, in whole weeks. Their Hottest 100 article was, like, person slams the most horrible Hottest 100 of all time. You're like... Hang on a sec. You've just taken a random internet troll's <laughs> tweet and put an article around it as the most horrible. Well, they flipped it. It was funny time. because as soon as it got announced, I checked news.com.au and it said, Aussie takes home hottest 100. And it's like, cool picture of Flume, right? Yeah. 
And then I would say no, no more than 10 minutes later, I refresh it and it's like Aussies are smashing Hottest 100. I was like, you just, you were just celebrating 10 minutes ago. Yeah. probably. And they changed the photo clicks. of Flume and everything. They didn't even yeah. do the same photo. But yeah. I mean, here's, here's a couple of observations that I did notice about that, about the day. Mm-hmm. And, and I spoke about this with, um, with some other people who are familiar with the station, right? And uh, not naming any names except for the name you said. Oh, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to throw anyone so, in. I know, but you've sort of already said who you are. Look, with. I was hanging with Ollie. Well, anyway, look, we just observed. Both of us just simply observed, and this has nothing to do yeah. with anything other than the fact that, for the most part, there were more. Like a version seemingly creeping mm. into the hottest 100, okay, which says something about what like what people are voting for internally within this within the station. Seems like quite insular what do within you mean? the station. Well, I mean because those songs are not being played outside of Triple J at all, no. right? But there's but they're getting a high amount of votes. So it just goes to it just goes to show where people are focusing their votes and what the station is focusing on its internal content as opposed to anything that might have gone outside more so than right. So Triple J plays the lack of versions a bit more often. I reckon that's what's them, happening. That kind of thing. and then so they're promoting like it internally more, and then so the listeners of Triple J are listening to them more, and then they're getting turning into their top songs more. Okay, as opposed to previous years where mm. they were sort of done, and then they went on a CD, and if you like the CD, you'd buy them. Now they're kind of constantly in rotation. Mm-hmm. The second thing I noticed is that a lot of the songs, and this is pure old man stuff, a lot of the songs have samples or were remakes, and that's not even yeah, including like a version. Actually, that's really true. Of songs that I grew up listening to, which is what it must have been like for yeah. all our parents when we were listening to like, hey, have you heard this new Puff Daddy song? <laughs> I'll be missing you. Everyone's like, this is yeah, Sting. What are you slaps. talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, that's Sting all day. That's right, because there was that, is it Young Gravy, the um, Never Gonna Give You Up, who samples Rick Astley? Yeah, Jack, is it- ha- Jack Harlow doing, um, you know, the A-M-O-U-S, oh, yeah. Glamorous. Like, like, I mean, like, there's so many songs. There was um, You Ain't Nothing But A Hound Dog. Yeah. Uh, nothing But A Dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, Baker Boy doing Wish You Well. I mean, there was just so, there's yeah. so, so many of them. Everything and I mean, that is new is old again. Yeah, and there's nothing, I mean, that's what most of my growing up in hip-hop was based yeah. on. I mean, show me, a, you know, a hip-hop song that I love that didn't that didn't have a sample growing up. So, I mean, mm. it's just it's just interesting that that's the cycle that we're on. So those those are the two main observations that I that I made as a, as a listener. Yeah. The other thing well, is I had, I'd never heard the second song. Oh, oh really? I, no, I just I I I'd kind heard of it on TikTok. heard it, <laughs> yeah. but I hadn't. I was like, "What?" Yeah, I had no num- idea that this was that popular. That song yeah. was that popular. Not not I, taking anything away from the song. I really liked that. It sort of it means a lot to Flume still. Obviously, he's climbed the mountain before, but he's like, I think his first entry was ten years ago, and he was still, he still didn't like. He was still speechless at coming in at number one in LA. Shout outs to Sarah Aaron's as well, who um. Australian, living in LA, incredible songwriter, helped write that song. Shout out to Maya as well, jumping on that first song. And oh, I guess this is a sad note to go on, but shout outs to the organisers of Laneway Festival Auckland, who had to cancel oh, yeah. due to the floods. That was so hectic. Over I mean, Ollie Ward's being from Auckland. Mm. So he, I mean, look, we've talked about him that much, we should have probably get him on, but it's, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Sorry, but Ollie, if you're listening. going through in New Zealand. That many years of COVID and lockdowns and not being able to put it on is like, yes, finally we've got a free run at it. 
the heavens open, washed out. I oh, mean, that's God was probably listening to Joji. <laughs> <laughs> this is all day breakfast. Alex Dyson, do you ever feel slightly responsible for an incident when, I mean, really you weren't, but you can sort of see how you could have been? Okay. Can I just can I just explain what I mean? For sure, because at the moment I'm thinking like you're driving the car and you just you're not looking, you crash in the back of something, and you're like, oh, someone distracted me out the window or something. No. So what happened was right. <laughs> Belle and I and Sophia, my daughter. Uh, for any new listeners, Belinda's my partner. Sophia, daughter, and I'm Matt. <laughs> um, you never know who's just clicked on. You know That's what I mean? True. Like you just, you like, so That's you just true. have to make sure that you, you refresh. They say in radio school all the time, you know, refresh. And the other thing that Bron said after our first break, who's, she wait, said, who's make sure you keep the first. Whoa, whoa, uh, hang on, you're confusing Bron. me. Who is Bron? <laughs> producer Bron. She said, make sure you keep the next couple of segments tight. And I've wasted a minute <laughs> explaining who I am. So... Okay, so look, let's get jumped to the chase. Belle. Oh, and if you've suddenly stumbled onto this, this is a podcast. It's <laughs> it's somewhat like radio. Um, All however. right, listen. <laughs> Belinda and I and Sophia are going to go meet one of Sophia's friends from daycare, right? Now, we were set to meet at nine o'clock. Obviously, and mm. every parent will know this, time gets away from you in the mornings very, very quickly when you're watching Uh-oh. the third you know, Moana for the third time sure. where you are and your daughter wants to nail the dance moves in a specific part of the video. So suddenly it's like, oh, well, we better, we better push it to 9.15. So let them know we're going to be there 9.15, okay? okay? So then... You didn't tell them it was Moana dance related? Oh, look, they completely understand. Moana's red hot right now. Every toddler knows about it. So um, then we finally get out the door. Yep. Then get the message from the other parent. Hey, Susie has just shoved a little googly eye up her nose. While we were getting ready to leave the house, she shoved the googly eye up her nose mm. and now we're at um, the hospital. Damn. All right. And so now I feel a little bit guilty because I think that if we had <laughs> kept it at nine o'clock. Yeah. If you'd been a bit stricter. There would have been yeah. no boredom. Mm experienced by Susie to then be sitting around going, when are we going to leave? When are we going to leave? I know what I'll do in the meantime, shove a googly eye up my nose. Sure. So anyway, then they, then they're, then they're at the hospital and Sophia's like, Hey, is Susie coming to the playground? And we're like, no, Susie shoved an eye up her nose. (laughs) So then she's bawling. Sophia's bawling her eyes out. So sad. Yeah. Deb. Not sad because of Susie. I don't. Th- I think sad because she doesn't see her friend, but also she doesn't really understand what the hospital means, and she's you know she's always worried that things could die. Susie like balled her eyes out, then it would have <laughs> fallen out. She would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. So no joke. They're like, oh, well, hopefully we'll get it out in the next. Like it'll just be maybe a quick tweezers job, and we'll sure. come back. We'll meet you, you know, and we'll meet still. you at the park still, yeah. right? Mm. Six hours later, they're at a different hospital. <laughs> They're like, no. still here. We've watched it's, Frozen. We've watched Moana on the phone. It's way up there. It's So they had to, so this is what I didn't realize. They had, there's like a special instrument that you go in. It's like a very thin stick with a little balloon on the end of it, a tiny uh, little balloon. I think I know what you're talking about here. Yeah. And you push it up right up past the eye 
And <laughs> buddy, COVID test eat your heart out. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god! And then they blow up the balloon, and then it sort of gets oh. all big in your nose, and then they pull it down so they can like so they squish out whatever whatever was in there. Um, so, anyways, by this stage, I'm listening to the countdown with Ollie Wards at like his like house, uh, and there's no chance we're doing playground catch ups <laughs> after a six hour hospital ordeal. No, of but course it not. just made me think, and it's just classic kids, you know, like that. Just you couldn't, you could, you just can't expect, you can't plan for anything that can happen to you when you've got kids. And so the nose, the something up the nose thing is something that's happened to so many people that I just thought. Hitting up text line. What's what's, what's up been there? Stuck it up your nose, Katie. My son stuck a pomegranate seed up his nose. Then a year later, a Lego piece. <laughs> a Lego piece seems to be a popular thing mm. that goes up the schnozer. Um, uh, Tamara said, "I am a pediatric nurse and have seen a pink Barbie high heel <laughs> stuck in someone's nose." Abby said, "My little brother once had a nosebleed, then pulled out a piece of blue tack." And when he pulls the blue tack out, he goes, oh, that's where I put it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And we've got Gemma on the phone as well. Gemma, your four-year-old had something stuck up his nose. He did. He did. So about a month ago, we were watching a movie and he was eating some, like, the mini M&Ms. I turned around and looked and then he had this really frightened look on his face. And I looked at him and he said, mommy, I put one up my nose. <laughs> I was like, what? Mouth wasn't working for him. <laughs> You know, you know, the kids these days, they move on to harder ways to get this stuff into them. I was like, why? Why did you do that? He's like, I don't know. And he got really upset. And I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? And nobody was home. And so I was like, like, I don't have anybody else here to look after my chickies. I'm like, I'm going to have to call an ambulance. But anyway, I ended up remembering that in first aid training, they teach you to put your finger over the other side of the nose and then you breathe really hard into their mouth. And then I did that a few times and it popped like it went flying out. What? So I didn't know. So I thought, I thought. You do, okay, you do so like mouth to mouth. That's what it is. It's is that what M&M kid. stands for? Oh, oh, maybe you're up to something there. I thought, I thought you were going to like cover one of his nostrils and then suck the other nostril until the no. M&M popped out into your mouth. But no, I know it's so gross, but I like, I'm like a germaphobe. So I was like, this is going to be disgusting, but it was actually like, it worked really well. You just like breathe like really hard into their mouth. <laughs> You block the opposite nostril, and it, like, comes flying out. <laughs> oh, my God. Mother's kiss. The, the, the mother's kiss. The mother's <laughs> kiss. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gemma, thank you very much. I mean, Thanks, Gemma. No worries. Matt and Alex always advise you talk to medical professionals and all sort of things, but um, mother's kiss in a pinch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, yes, it's the segment where we find out about the worst things happening in the world. And the person who has this one weird click that can tell us about it is producer Bron. Hello, Bron. Hello. Bron, what did you do for your hottest 100 day? Um, went to a house party. There was a beer pong tournament. There was oh. trivia, which I won. Bron, hey, hello. I the host am DJing. I am sick. <laughs> 
and tired of you being cooler than us. I, I am know. absolutely Every weekend up with she's it, doing Ron. some cool thing, going to dinners, oh, just away for the weekend, oh, I'm at a party playing beer pong and winning trivia. What? What is this We're meant to be doing those live? things, Bron. <laughs> who's, who's stopping you? My puzzle needed to be done. Um, but <laughs> that's it. That's, that's fun. Give us one of the trivia questions that you got right and me and Matt can try and get it. Oh, they were all actually um, themed to the countdown. Oof. Okay. Here we go. Um, Buzzing with your name. Which individual had the most wins um, of the countdown history? Alex. Mm-hmm. Bernard Fanning. Oh, of course it's Bernard Fanning. No. It's not... Two Powderfinger, one Solo. I thought it'd be Bernard. Unless it's Flume. No, like of, of all the songs, not, t- not the top. Oh, oh how I, many people, are, like, which person has had the most? Most, yes. In, okay. Of I'd, all the hundred. I would go. Of all time. So the most in there, I would go with Dave Grohl. Yes. Yeah, that's what it was, but then, then it, I think but it then, went into then it changed. Hilltop and Hilltop the Hoods, <laughs> the Hilltop Hoods surpassed Dave Grohl. Well. The phrasing of your question, Bron, was the individual. Yes. And so that's why I thought we couldn't give it to the hoods. Yeah. But then uh, that... Look, anyway, <laughs> congrats, <laughs> to the, congrats to the hoods yeah. for getting yeah. the most entries in the Hottest 100s of, in history. Incredible yeah. stuff. Well done. You should um, slide in their DMs and just give them a big congrats there, Matt. That's a <sighs> good, good way to do I it. Even, I can't even... Sh- I shudder to think what the last message I sent them was. Do you want to open it and find out? No, I don't. I mean, actually, no. It would have been. It would have been years ago. So, Rod, we'll, we'll get to your articles in a moment. Yeah, that, that makes it more interesting. They might have. They look. To be fair, they might have messaged me at some stage since Ooh, then. Well, that's pretty good. Um. Oh no! What is it? Oh, it's from 2016. I sent a picture of me and my friends and I said, whoops, we stayed up all night with sunglass emojis. I said, I sent a follow-up message later that day saying, oh, dear, sorry. (laughs) And they just said, ha, 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 Merry Christmas, feeling a bit rough. Don't worry. Oh, boy. You're a good person, Matt. Oh, man. Can't believe I got you're a good person by Hilltop Hoods. God damn it. <laughs> All right, Brad, let's hit the articles, shall we? What do you mean, click it on? <laughs> this one was sent in by James McCann. Headline, woman left mortified by picture with her dad. Hmm. So the dad's done something? No. Is the dad Novak Djokovic's daughter? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Hasn't he been, has uh, been in trouble recently? I think he was, but then I just, I heard that it was a bad translation, which put him in the hot water. Oh, really? Because yeah. I, saw, I saw a headline saying he didn't know what to do about last night's grand final, whether he was going to go or not. Yeah. He... But I, I literally don't know anything about the story. I just, I'm just going off headlines. Is it like on, you're, someone's... You're very quiet over it. I, I haven't seen it. Is it like oh. the photo looks like someone's arm is in there and it looks, sort of looks like someone's naked or something like that? So the line from this story reads, the way she'd been sitting meant that a shadow of her profile was made on her dad's T-shirt and ended up giving her a rather large nose outline. <laughs> oh what website what, is this from again? It's from news.com. Oh, well, oh, oh good mates wow. again. <laughs> so they also uh, listed a few of the comments, the first one being, someone said, babe, lol. 
I literally don't even understand what what the story is about. So she she shared on TikTok that she wanted to like take this cute photo with her dad, but yep. then when she looked back at it, she was mortified because the shadow of her nose made her nose look big on her dad's t-shirt. Oh my Let's god! Let's get comment witnesses in. Someone has commented on this, babe. Lol. A few of the other that, comments. Ron, this is that's I reporting. Mean, you've brought that's us reporting some, these days. You've brought us some trash over the years, but wow, that is up there. Wait, 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 wait! Does it indeed look like she has a big nose on this profile on the photo? <laughs> it does. On the t-shirt. <laughs> other comments were saying she looked like Gru from Despicable Me, Alfred oh, Hitchcock, gee. and Penguin from Batman. Hey, as a big-nosed person, mm. I am sick of this. You know, whatever the word is. I'm outraged. So it looked like she could get a bloody chicken nugget stuck up there or something. Oh, look, come on. No, I'm proud. Hey, to all my fellow big noses out there, yeah, I'm talking to you. Be proud of the schnoz. <laughs> yeah. All right? Yep. Let it be the first thing that enters a room. It's about being distinguished. Win some races. That's right. <laughs> all right. Now, Bron, have you got anything that isn't? Bloody nostril ableist. <laughs> no, my, this is a big call to make in January. This might be my favourite headline of the year, the next story. Okay, yeah, This is go. from The Sun UK. Mars Malade. Na- NASA spots Paddington on Mars, and we can barely believe it. Nostrilade? No, wait, no, sorry, not Nostrilade. <laughs> Mars Malade. I've still got my head about noses. That really got me going, you know? <laughs> It's really worked up about that. You're talking about the red planet. Well, I'm bloody red with anger <laughs> about that nose business. Okay, Mars Malade. So is it like a... Are we talking another shadow that makes it look like some rocks look like Paddington? They're... Yes, kind of. But they're meteors <laughs> that make it look like there's Paddington Bear in Mars. So you know how there's the... Would you believe... Paddington Bears on Mars. <laughs> do you think that do you think that'll Whoa. be the new song? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like, you know, there's man on the moon and there's the bear on Mars. Like yeah. Don't even want to tell you what's on Venus. Like, no. But it rhymes sure. with it. Cover. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Not as bad as getting a bear on Uranus is I think the <laughs> Okay, sure. <laughs> Okay. Most jokes, so, but you, good on you for not getting the, the low-hanging fruit there. Mars Paddington Bear. I just want to have a look and see what this is. So in the article, it says, Paddington is known for being well-travelled, but <laughs> no one expected our furry friend on Mars. Oh, so the, it's like craters are making this resemblance. It's like a V-shaped. Do you know what? It doesn't not look like <laughs> Paddington, I have to admit. It does look a little bit like... It looks more like Shib or Doge. <laughs> does look a little bit like it. This a could doge. be a sign to hodl. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm calling it there. We've, we've got to get out of here. We've got to leave. It's All a, it's right. Another all-day breakfast done and dusted. Thank you so much, Bron, as but always. Not really dusted. Clicking... It's, it's, I, I think it's a dusty all-day breakfast today. <laughs> We've all been partying over the weekend, you know. It's that time of the year, Hottest 100. You've got to do it. Hey, um, Bron, thank you very much for clicking all those things. Thank you. And for living the life that we wish that we were still leading, you know, going out to parties, socialising, etc. And thank you, Alex Dyson. You are my co-host. <laughs> um, for any noobs out there that 
clicked and came straight to the end without um, knowing what they were getting themselves into. I think I think any uh, any noobs might be one and done after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but for those of you sticking with us, we'll be back tomorrow if you feel like another taste. Thank you very much for hanging out. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.